When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeez, it was a marquee game of rugby in the weekend. The Blues hosting the Crusaders, and we've got former All Black and Crusader on the line. Wonderful hookup, Flinny. I caught up with you in Westport on Saturday morning, of all places, uh, drinking coffee, fixing windows. But you had time to sit down and watch a wonderful game. Yeah, mate, awesome game on that. I mean, uh, replay of that final, and yeah, the. Obviously, the the Crusaders smarting from a fairly uh, fairly big loss the week before. So, um, great intensity and good to good to sneak away with that win far out. I mean, I, my, my blood pressure was up just watching it. <laughs> and it was a real sign, I think, uh, towards the you know the the business end of the game. It was the old heads. It was the experience. Whenever they zoomed in on those older guys, they had calm faces, particularly in the Crusaders. And I thought the Blues were going to steal it, but where does that denial come from? That particularly Crusaders forward pack. I think I think just years of uh, years of galvanising. You know, they they trust themselves um, that they can get the job done. You know, like oh, I remember when we were playing, we could we could be ten points with uh, ten points down with five minutes to go. We'd still have that belief that we'd win. So I mean that and that sort of installed over years of. Years of um, being able to get yourself out of those holes, and Sammy Whitelock—I mean, that turnover or that penalty at the end—and um, and you know he he sort of epitomises that. So um, he he's a, he's a hell of a warhorse, and uh, he's just getting better with age, isn't he? He is, and he just seems to unite any forward pack he goes into. But I don't see him talking much. Like you might see him after a try or when there's a, a, an injury huddle, but. Just during the game, he's the kind of guy you want to follow, isn't he? He is. You know, as um, the old the old adage that follows him to war, and um, we had we obviously had McCaw there, and he didn't have to say much either. Um, he just he just uses actions, and I suppose um, Sammy was the younger statesman when uh, when he come in, and now um, he's just learned he's learned off McCaw and stuff like that, and he goes from there. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're in those situations, you know you don't really have to say much. <laughs> it's, it's about getting that job done, and I think the guys, uh, the guys that do tend to talk a hell of a lot, probably don't get get enough done. So um, having that having that ability just to sort of put your head down and and, and get over that ball and and stuff is, uh, is really uh, really awesome. When I was looking at the matchups before the game, Flinny, um, I looked at the the midfields and and I saw two of us, Ashik and Yuani, taking on McLeod and Enor, and I thought that's a points decision for the Blues before the game was played. That McLeod, my word, what a game he had! Yeah, he did, and you know that that's I, I suppose that's um, uh, a big thumbs up to Rico and and Roger. You know, like they're world class athletes and. You know, Dallas probably hasn't played um, to his potential that he's that he's um, that he's been touted as. But that week, that, that game in the weekend, he was outstanding. You know, so um, coming up against big name players like like he did would have would have brought out an extra ten fifteen percent, and that's what you saw. You know, he knows now he knows that level that he has to actually be at, and um, and fingers crossed he can he can get there uh, time and time again. 
Uh, I want to go into your area special speciality. Uh, we've got a lot of hookers in the country, like every team's got three. So that's 15 hookers, and we saw four good ones on show with Riccatelli and Taylor with the start and Eklund and McAllister coming off the bench. Um, what did you make of the hooker play in the game? Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I really... Because I've actually just started a wee role with NZAU, so I'm looking at um, the hookers quite closely. So, um, Rick Italia's around the field player is absolutely outstanding. Still, Eklund, when he comes on, he just adds a hell of a lot of um, a hell of a lot of impact as well as Brody McAllister. You know, like so you've got these guys just hitting the, hitting the ground at um, you know 100 miles an hour coming on when you've got a forward pack that should be um, fatiguing. You know, so. These boys are making some really good impact. Um, Cody and, and, and Rick, I mean, at the, at the start of the game, Cody's still, I, I think, the one of the premier hookers in, in New Zealand. Um, he's just his leadership, his, um, his work rate. He's busy all the time. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's great to watch. I mean, you look at all the, all the super franchises and we're pretty well stocked with hooker at the moment. Um, obviously, we've got a couple of old boys and, and Cody and Dane sort of um, coming, you know, coming to, to the end in, in a few years. Um, but you've still got some uh, pretty, pretty good young talent coming through as well. One thing I was thinking while I was watching that game, and it was having spoken to you actually on the Saturday, and then I watched that game, and apart from goal kickers, the only time the game stops and the spotlight is on one player doing their role, it's throwing into the line-out. Um, feeding the scrum's a bit of an uh, uncontestable one, but throwing into the line-out, everyone stops, the focus is on you, and we watch the hooker throw in. And um, how much of that is mechanical, and how much of it is mental? Um, mechanical, I mean, yeah, until, you, <clears throat> until you get good at it, a lot of it's mechanical. When you're good at it, um, 90% of it's mental, you know, like, uh, by the end of my career, I knew that I could throw the ball. I knew I was, I was good at it. So, um, but when you're, when you've got 60, 70,000 people screaming at you, or you've just missed a couple, um, it can, you, you, um, mechanical can go right out the window. So you have to have the mental, um, in check and, and that, uh, unfortunately, you know, it comes from making mistakes and learning from them, learning, um, what what you did wrong and, and stuff like that. So um, it's a it's a real can I say shit of a job because <laughs> you, you can't you can't be good at it unless you make mistakes. You know it's, a, it's like anything I suppose, but um, you have to go through some really dark times to, to come out on the other side of it. Yeah, and there there were some lineouts that were um, overthrown, underthrown, not straights at, at vital times and. It's a pretty lonely place, I reckon, because everyone just looks at you. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say Brody McAllister would have uh, would have shouted Sam Whitelock a couple of beers. You know that that penalty that didn't go uh, like if I was a hooker, I would have been pretty gutted at uh, Moonga not kicking it that far. But it uh, doesn't matter because Brody should have been able to throw that and finish that line out off. You know, and then. Um, I wouldn't have had to go deep in, but um, that uh, yeah, I dare say he would have been sighing a hell of a hell of a sigh of relief because uh, that was that was getting uh, that was getting bum clinching time. <laughs> so with this role with NZR, um, which is really cool, I love that they do get um, specialists in their role. So are you going to go around all the franchise and just work with the hookers? 
Yeah, so um, I've, uh, yeah, going around and I look after the the hookers and the super teams and then sort of the under-20s as well. So I'm going to be looking after the next uh, the next best uh, coming through. And um, it's, it is great. We we were screaming for it when, when we were playing. And I think Ross Nisdale was the last time NZR you know, had a and that was had a specialist throwing coach, and that was at the 2003 World Cup. So um, it is it's a specialist area, as we we're talking about, and to have someone that's throwing the ball and knows what's going on up in the mixer um, it can it, it really does help to be able to bounce ideas off and, and go from there. And a little birdie tells me while I saw you in Westport, you were just there for the for the weekend, but you're still there. It's a hard place to leave, Flinny. <laughs> It is, mate. It is. I've got one more job. Um, yeah, when when mum rings and says you you go and help your sister put her windows in, I mean, you can't you can't get out, can you? You have to say yes, mum. So uh, still here, but um, just about finished, mate. The house is in a hell of a lot better nick than when you saw it. And his uh, CEO of Buller Rugby, Drew, has he tapped you on the shoulder and said, mate, you know, Buller, come on. <laughs> Mate, there's no way. The way that this body's feeling after these windows. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even imagine bloody running around first-class rugby. Oh, Flinny, uh, awesome to catch up with you, mate. I'll let you go back and finish the door and uh, take that beautiful drive back to Christchurch. Really appreciate you chatting to us today. No worries, mate. Cheers.